Seasons change. Why not your tech? Upgrade now during the Dell Technologies Summer Sale event and save on select PCs, like the XPS 16, powered by Intel Core processors. You'll be able to bring your most intensive projects to life with built-in AI, minimalistic design, immersive visuals, and cinematic audio. When you shop online at dell.com deals, you'll have access to exceptional tech and electronics, plus free shipping on everything. Amazing prices await you for a limited time only at Dell.com slash deals. That's Dell.com slash deals. This Father's Day, the Home Depot has the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's the groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. This Father's Day, power dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. Find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. My next guest, uh, excited about it. I, I, read, I read an article about my next guest in the AAA magazine of Texas. AAA stands for the American Automobile Association, and their magazine features stories about local businesses in Texas. The business that AAA magazine featured was Jarvis Boards, a surfboard company based in Austin, Texas, and its owner is an African-American. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations, the owner of Jarvis Boards, Tony Smith. Thank you for having me. Tony, how you doing, my friend? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me on. Oh, yeah. Well, I've been a member of AAA for about, well, it's about 85, because I used to be a road comic, and so I, I was on the road, so I knew I needed a AAA just in case my car broke down. So I've been an avid reader uh, and receiving the AAA magazine on a a monthly basis. And so I came across your article and I felt your story is compelling because of the fact that you're venturing as an entrepreneur in a, an environment that one would consider that shouldn't be an environment that you should venture into. But I wanted to tell your yeah. story because one, you are Houstonian. Let's get that out. Cause I'm a Houstonian by the way. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. Um, you know, I grew up in Houston and, uh, everybody at, at my parents' church and neighborhood back in Acres homes in Houston, uh, came over and, and saw us in AAA magazine, and uh, they were all excited to, to show my parents and talk to my parents about it. Um, so that that uh, that piece of press has been been great for us, and uh, was a conduit to connect you and I, which is exciting. Absolutely, um, Acres Home was on the north side of Houston. As the the mayor of Houston is from Acres Home, just to let you know, it's a pretty yep. th- thriving uh, community. I'm from Fifth Ward, Texas, in Houston, and uh, two communities mama like in the kind of like in the heart of houston and now what school did you go to college uh uh, so i went to trinity university uh in san antonio Mm -hmm. um and then uh would would come up to to austin texas to go rock climbing all the time and just kind of fell in love with the the outdoor lifestyle in austin and uh moved to austin and began my career in finance in in 2005 okay now let's just talk about Rock climbing, okay. Now you know we got to be honest. This uh, I'm African American, African American. Okay, rock climbing, board surfing, out there in the water, 
that's not what we would typically assume an African-American do, correct? That, that's correct, and that's, uh, that's one of the driving forces for me personally for the company vision, company brand, and why I'm so avid about you know, pushing the sport and, and pushing Jarvis boards is you know, this, this African-American experience doesn't have to be a narrow path of, of, of activities. Um, with, with a lot more people adventuring outdoors and rock climbing, surfing, paddleboarding, all of those are just fun, great athletic activities that, that are enjoyable um, that I enjoy personally. And I, I want, you know, when, when my kid's 20, 30 years old, for people to not be having a conversation saying, oh, that's not, a, not an African-American thing right. or, you know, black people don't, don't do X, Y, Z. Um, you know, I, I want to be on sort of that leading edge, if you will. Well, you're on the leading edge. I'm let you know that. <laughs> Stop acting like you're not on the leading edge. You are on the edge, my friend. And now, it, it, it's funny when I when I told my mom that I wanted to start a company building paddleboard. She's like, "What's a paddleboard?" Well, <laughs> <You know? laughs> tell to talk talk to my listeners and educate them on exactly what your company does. Yeah, so Jarvis Boards, what we do is we build stand-up paddle boards, um, but specifically our stand-up paddle boards are made out of wood. So they have a really high-end, unique look with a lot of them being customizable with different graphics, logos. You know, we've built uh, boards for a, a number of celebrities and um, athletes uh, and, and CEOs of companies, and so they'll customize them with, with whatever detail or logo they like. Um, and that's what really makes us unique. One, you know, our boards are, are made in the States here in Austin, Texas. Two, they're customizable. And three, um, they're made out of wood, so they have this really premium high-end look. Um, as far as paddleboarding as a sport, you know, it's the fastest-growing water sport in the country um, that's just exploded in popularity in the last nine, 10 years, it can be enjoyed, you know, at the ocean, surfing, right. inland lakes and rivers for fishing. Um, you can do yoga, just hang out and relax. A lot of our paddle boards that we sell, we, we put in cup holders so you can just hang out on the water and, and have a nice cold one for yourself if you like. <laughs> Jarvis, you're going too far, my friend. Little cup holders out there. <laughs> now, let's, let's educate people a little bit more on paddleboard. Paddleboard is you standing up, correct? And then you got, this, you got this long paddle and you going left, right and moving yourself. So people need to know you kind of need to be in prepared to stand a lot, you know, when you paddle board. All right. Yeah, yeah that, that's right. Um, you, you know, think of it as like a giant surfboard. Uh, mm -hmm. And a lot of people see it and they're intimidated. Uh, on my Instagram, I have a, a story that I did uh, when Bruce Bowen came up. He's a NBA uh, spur retired now. Uh, he came up and, and come, come, wanted job, to try paddleboarding, and so I was, job, job. you know, fortunate Three times. to take him out and go paddleboarding for the first Jarvis. time. And Jarvis. Yeah, I mean, he, he, he Jarvis, Tony. Cool, cool Tony. Tony. Um, yeah, can you hear me? All right, Tony, I want to let you know. Let's let's back up a little bit on this Jarvis Boards and Bruce Bowens. Okay, let's let's really okay. promote the fact Jarvis Boards. Okay, Bruce Bowen, he kind of like to say he was this guy with San Antonio. Three times. NBA Defensive Player of the Year for the San Antonio Sport. Let's give you some hype now, Tony. Okay. You know, Jarvis yeah, Boyd, yeah. you know, I read about Bruce your article. A deal. He's a big deal. now because he kind of threw him out there. He's he's bilingual. You know, it's, Bruce Bourne's a bad boy. Okay. Came up to your shop. Now, I'm just saying this. Came up to Jarvis Boyd. So, let's set the tone now. Three-time NBA Defensive Player of the Year came to your location. 
Yep, yep, that's right. And and I'll add, he was absolutely the coolest, most laid back, down the earth guy that you can you can imagine. Um, you know, you just talking to him, you would never think he's three time you know NBA defensive player. Like he he was just so down the earth and cool and laid back and funny. Uh, that it was just, you know, like taking out anybody else to go paddleboarding for the first time. Right. But 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 we uh you know go out and he's he's a he's a big dude. He's tall, he's a little bit nervous, but you know, he's athletic <laughs> and uh you know, he's tense and he gets on the board and I give him a, a few five, ten minute tutorial. We hop on, he starts paddling and then, you know, by the by the, the first hour he's cracking jokes and, and we're having a good time. So one of the cool things about the sport is how accessible it is for a wide range of people and athletic types, right? right? So I've sold boards to, you know, one of my favorite customers here in, in Austin, Texas. Uh, this was in my early, early days when I was just getting started, uh, still working my day job in finance, but she bought one of my boards, or actually her husband bought it for her as a retirement gift. Right. Um, she's a grandmother of six. I think she was like 67 years old uh, at the time and just a sweet, older lady and uh we still send each other christmas cards you know that's, that's one of the the cool things about the sport is making those personal connections and and, and engaging with people and learning their stories and, and being able to build a physical tangible product uh that they can love use and enjoy absolutely absolutely the, th- the thing that, that really excited me about getting you on the show and thank you for taking the time to come on the show i'm speaking to tony smith uh he's based in austin texas he's the owner of, of jarvis boards it's a Paddle boards, which is a growing sport and um, an outdoor adventure entertainment. And so the thing that yep. you you made a decision to go into this. Tell everybody how you got started because you started out building a canoe, correct? And then, then this evolved into this. So you just had that that the natural instinct to work with your hands, and it started with a canoe. Yeah, so it, it even really starts, um, you know, before then. Uh, and, you know, I did a little bit of homework about you and your sort of in, unconventional story of, of, you know, IBM to, to leaving that day job to focus on your passion of, you know, stand-up comedian. And um, m- my road is a little bit similar. You know, growing up in Houston, my dad uh, had a construction company, and so we grew up in the family business doing stuff with our hands all the time, you know, uh restoring cars and building model rockets and just all sorts of hands-on just building stuff, you know, absolutely loved it. Went away, got a degree in finance. Um, not really sure why I did that, but, uh, <laughs> did that. And, um, you know, I was working in finance for about 10 years or so and worked for a number of, of big asset managers and, and had great stable careers there, but there was just that piece missing, right. Of, of, of building things and, that entrepreneurial bug and entrepreneurial spirit just kind of wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Um, and a little bit on a whim, I bought a how to guide for building wooden canoes. And, uh, I just said, man, that's cool. I want to, I want to build that. And, uh, had never made a canoe and <laughs> okay, okay. built this wood canoe. Just Tony, Tony, Tony. As a hobby. So, yep. A canoe. Nah, a canoe. Well, how do you start building a canoe? Now you have to build a big old tree. See, I just love talking to you because you just you just blow past all the facts. You know, this guy from San Antonio, Bruce Bowen, he came up and I talked. Now I, I bought a book on how to build a canoe. Well, you know, I was at the bookstore and there was a picture of this wood canoe that looked cool, and I'm like, man, I think I can build that. I, I want to try it. And so it was as it, it, much of anything. It was a personal challenge and. 
Of course, my friends made fun of me. They're like, you know, you're yes, an idiot. You know, yes. you can just buy one on Craigslist for 300 bucks. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, I, I just wanted to challenge myself, like learning new life skills and, and said, let me do this as an after-work stress reliever. And, you know, I had no inkling that this was going to become a career or a business or any of that. It was just, I'm just always learning and doing new things. So I built this canoe and uh, just fell in love with the process of building it and seeing tell something me, physical me, and me, tangible me, come to life. Uh, how did and, you, you know, build the canoe? Okay. How? <laughs> yes. How did you build the canoe? <laughs> Uh, step, step by step. So you, you just start with some raw pieces of wood and you, and you cut them down into these thin one-inch strips and you glue each strip of the canoe together. It takes about three or 400 hours to build it. And, um, you know, it, to my surprise, A, it floated and B, it looked pretty cool. <laughs> um, but you know, on that, that first voyage on the canoe, it's almost, uh, <laughs> just foreshadowing, but on that first voyage on the canoe, I take it out, and my wife is standing on the shore. She wouldn't get in the thing because, Thank you. you know, what if it doesn't float? <laughs> and I get in the canoe, and there's all these people paddleboarding that are pointing and looking at me saying, oh, my God, that's the coolest-looking thing I've ever seen. Right, right. And right there, it clicked in my head, what if I could translate this level of excitement about the wood look of my canoe? Right. Into this fastest growing sport of stand up paddle boarding. Okay. Hey, Tony, and hold so that just, thought. Hold that thought, Tony. We're going to be back with more. Tony, you know, he had built a canoe. He's hanging out with uh, basketball superstars. He don't He don't mind. He's just a laid back dude. We enjoy. If you enjoy money making conversation, come on back. If you don't, come on back because I got some information for you to know. Hi, this is Rashawn McDonald. You're listening to Money Making Conversations. On the phone, I have a He's from Houston, Acres Home in Houston, Texas. I'm from Houston, Texas, so I got a fellow Houstonian on the phone. But he's based in Austin, Texas. He has a company, a paddleboard company uh, called Jarvis Boards. It's based in Austin, Texas. He's uh, got his degree in finance. He walked away from the uh, the world, the corporate world that I walked away. I was a formerly, I was formerly employed at IBM, and I decided to walk away and pursue my aspirations as a to be a comedian, and which led in the entertainment, which led in the production uh, opportunities as well as management opportunities. So Tony, I got you on the phone. We had yes, to we, we let's let's recap your story, okay? Rashawn, I came from Baker's home. I went to Trinity University, got my degree in finance, went and played the corporate world, corporate world. Then I didn't really know what I wanted to do. Then all of a sudden, I saw this book on canoeing, how to build your own canoe. You had three, four hundred hours to throw away. You had that kind of time on your hands because you wanted to relieve the stress. And you built this canoe that your wife refused to join you in on your maiden voyage. But everybody in the water said, wow, that's hot. So did the so that's when the light bulb popped in your head and you said, money, 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 money. Or you just said, I'm just the coolest dude in the water. Which one was it? Uh, if I'm honest, I wanted to be the coolest dude in the water. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it, it started real, real slow. It, it was in my garage working on these paddle boards. Cause, you know, the first paddle board, there is no how-to book to build one out of wood, right? So right. I'm making it up as I go. Mm-hmm. And my neighbors would see me out there working late at night and, um, you know, you know, ask me, hey, what are you doing? 
I'm like, oh, I'm building a wood paddleboard. <laughs> and, you know, somebody's like, oh, that's cool. I want to buy one. What company is it? And Jarvis is my middle name. And, you know, Tony's kind of boring. And, um, and I didn't want to name it Smith Boards. And so I just went with Jarvis Boards and uh, right. just kind of started making them out of my personal garage and, and selling them and uh, just kind of went from there. Okay, now these are handcrafted. So what, yep. how did you just, the price point, how did you develop the price point? And exactly how long is a paddleboard? And how wide is the paddleboard? Yeah, so two two good points there. The the cheapest ones that we make um, are going to be about seventeen hundred or so, uh, and we've sold boards uh, over four thousand dollars. Well, I take that back. The most expensive ones were sold for about fifteen grand um, at, at the Maui Gym Invitational uh, Basketball Tournament last year uh, as part of a, a raffle charity donation that we've done. But most of them range in price from about seventeen hundred to four grand. Um, as far as size, they're, they're, think of it as like a big surfboard. So anywhere from about nine feet to twelve feet long. Right. Uh, so you're gonna you know put them on top of the the roof rack of your car or uh, at a boat dock or something like that 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 you can use to paddle around. So with that being said, is wood is what is the wood process that makes your surfboard? I mean, your paddle boards unique. Yeah, that's that's a big component of it. So I didn't know this getting into the industry, but most of the brands that you see out there in the paddleboard and surfboard space are made by only a handful of big mega factories overseas, right. and they just put different brand stickers on them. Um, so to speak, ours are, are all made here in the States, here in Austin, Texas. Um, and what immediately catches your eye is the wood look of it. Mm-hmm. And more importantly, the, what we do with the wood. So we can do different designs and layouts. Um, so like we did one that had an American flag on it, skull and crossbones, um, we're building one now for a guy that was born in uh, South Carolina uh, and so we're doing the outline of like the South Carolina state flag and, you know, a bunch of things sort of telling his life story, if you will. Mm. Um, and so we're able to, to customize them. So they're sort of functional pieces of art. Um, we have a lot of people that, that gift them, gift them as, as presents, um, which has been, you know, really fun and unique. So, you know, we just shipped one out to, a guy in Arizona for his wife's 50th birthday, uh, which is coming up this week. Hopefully she's not listening and we're not ruining the surprise. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but it's really cool, but, you know, because we get a almost feel like I have this extended family, if you will, around the world of these people that we've built these these handcrafted boards for that, that we know their personal story and have that sort of connection with them, if you will. Cool. Now I got to go to the uh, the big question: the being a minority in yep. an outdoor business. Talk to us about that story. Also, is I think credibility has to has would fall into that conversation. Or how would you how could you do this type of sport? Because there are stereotypes that you have to overcome. Correct? Yeah, it's um it's a challenge, um, and a lot of it I will admit is a personal challenge and a personal struggle. You know, I yeah. It, it early on, I would get struck with this all the time of, you know, I'm just a black dude from Acres Homes. Like, who do I think I am that I can go out and charge twice what other people are charging for these wood paddle boards and it's going to work? You know, like, it's just such an insane story that there's this black guy in landlocked Austin, Texas, that's 
building, you know, some of the nicest paddle boards in the world. Um, and so I, I struggled with that, uh, personally, uh, you know, sort of, do I belong? Do I fit? And so that sort of drives me to personally, to be the best that we can and make the company the best that we can. So it's almost undeniable, if you will, um, you know, just make the, the product sort of above and beyond. Um, and it's, it's a challenge and it's a, it's a motivating factor for me to, to, to sort of be present in the sport that has very, very little minority representation um, to hopefully change that and move that needle forward so that next generation of kids coming up see, oh, wait, black people do go out and surf, they do paddleboard, they rock climb. All these things are, are activities that, that, you know, within, with, are within the realm of possibility for, for them to go out and do. Which is really important to understand. I, you know, where I'm at today is always uh, on my show. I always peel off a little bit more information about who I am to my staff because they don't really know me. They know what they know of me currently. But this show allows me to talk about my past a little bit. And so, because when you create a past, it allows you to, you know, because you, you're proud of where you came from, Acres Home. You're proud of the fact that you're a finance person. But all that allows you to have a level of communication because you have that degree. So there's respect there. Okay, you, yep. you're, you're a goal-oriented person. You know how to start a task and complete a task. That's one of the strong benefits that you have to take hold of. The reason I brought you on the show was because I feel that you are just a super talented person who who decided to get, play against the odds. Everybody likes to play it safe. And playing the right. safe tends to not lead to forward thinking. And so you're a forward-thinking guy going, why, can't, why not? Why can't I do that? And so that's yeah. why this is part uh, part supporting you from a mentorship standpoint, because that's all I'm doing on this show is mentoring people, letting them know that they can continue to do your dream, continue to plan, continue to believe that you can be successful, but also promotion. How do you promote your brand? Yeah, so a, a lot of what we do on the promotion side, you know, we, we get a lot of, of earned media, I think, because it is such an insane story, um, which is, is great. Uh, social media um, has been a big driver for us, email marketing, um, and then just, just word of mouth, you know, people will discover us and say, you won't believe this thing that I got. And then they go show it off and tell their friends and the, you know, their friends get jealous and, and, and want to buy one. So those have really been big catalysts for us and, and, uh, good drivers of, of us, um, you know, being able to, to grow and, and build a brand. Um, and then just the, the cool connection with, uh, you know, taking people like Bruce Bowen paddleboarding. <laughs> cool. Now, with that being cool. said, you know, it's always a self-promotion of uh, uh, tying yourself to campaigns that that generate interest into your product. Okay, when is it? When are you going to have the first Jarvis Boards paddleboard race in Austin, Texas? You know, I don't know if we will do a race. That's something that we've thought about. What we have done a good bit of that's been a win-win um, that I appreciate personally is. Uh, tying ourselves to charitable events mm-hmm. and causes, mm-hmm. um, either loaning boards out for, you know, we've done some river uh, cleanup things here or donating a customized board. Um, like I said, we were with the, the Maui Gym Invitation, excuse me, basketball tournament in uh, Hawaii. Um, and, you know, we donated some boards to that cause and got a little bit of ESPN coverage and, um, you know, was able to meet Jay Billis and hang out with Bill Walton and that sort of stuff, which is is great because we raised you know thirty thousand dollars from the Maui Food Bank. But it's also great for Jarvis Boards because that 
again, again, Tony Smith just throws out names. He just throws out names, not eliciting the power of the relationship. Jay Billis is the college basketball voice for ESPN. Bill Walton in 1977 led Portland Trailblazers to the NBA championship and also led the Boston Celtics to an NBA championship <laughs> and is an NBA Hall of Famer. He is, yeah. <laughs> and again, he was just so down to earth <laughs> and so cool. You know, yeah. I, I you know, met with him and ESPN came and filmed and all that stuff, and I probably spent I a good 10, 15 minutes just chatting with him like, you know, anybody else. Um and, uh, yeah, just a, a, a cool guy. <laughs> you're a cool guy, Tony. I'm going to tell you, you're a cool guy. You're down to earth. And I, I love being able to promote you. I love to be able to let you know how big you are and how brand-friendly you are because of the fact that. I appreciate it. <laughs> coming on my show, Money Making Conversation, that's what it's all about, giving the opportunity for young entrepreneurs or established entrepreneurs. And you're an established entrepreneur uh, uh, brand that is now trying to grow outside of your circle and also trying to broke that, that wall of minorities can only do this and breaking stereotypes. I really respect you for that. I really respect the fact and I'm proud of the fact you're from Houston, Texas, Acres Homes. Hey, man, keep winning, okay? I appreciate it, man.